everyone. Uh, today I have the great opportunity to preach the lesson today, and my lesson is going to be titled The Ambassador. And as I go through the lesson, I'll explain what I mean by that and who that is and all that great and awesome stuff. Um, but I wanted to start off with a verse. And so this verse is going to be in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 18 through 6, verse 2. And to give you a little context before this verse, uh, Paul right before this was talking about uh, the gift of salvation that Christ died for us and all that kind of stuff. And so that gift he refers to in the beginning is um, the gift of salvation. And so I'm going to go ahead and start reading this scripture. And it says, And all of this is a gift from God, who brought us back to him, himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be an offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. As God's partners, we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift from, of God's kindness and then ignore it. For God says, at just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. And so, talking about the ambassador, the ambassador is you. And obviously, what I want to focus in on in this scripture is the part that talks about we are Christ's ambassadors. And in order to really understand the importance of this scripture, I really want to talk about what an ambassador is and why it's important. And so, an ambassador is somebody who represents somebody incredibly important. They usually delegate or bring a message on somebody's behalf because they can't be there themselves. Whether they're indisposed somewhere else or whether they're too busy or whatever it may be, but they take an ambassador to represent them and delegate and even speak for them. And it's very important in ancient times and even today to pick an ambassador that accurately represents yourself. Because if you send an ambassador trying to uh, negotiate peace and he's somebody who's slanderous and judgmental and selfish people are going to be like why would we want to be uh, cooperative with your nation and so it's very important that the ambassador is somebody who accurately represents the one who sent them and so the words and the actions that an ambassador takes highly reflect on the one who sent them and that is why it is so important to choose an ambassador who really represents the person who sent them. And so I want to come into this next scripture. And I want to take that idea of ambassador and I really want to focus in. It's in the same part of scripture, it's a few verses down, but it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 8 through 9. And I'll read it real quick. And um, here, to give you a little context, is Paul was just talking about all the things that they've gone through for Christ. And he says, we serve God whether people honor us or despise us, whether they slander us or praise us. We are honest, but they call us impostors. We are ignored even though we are well known. We live close to death, but we are still alive. We have been beaten, but we have not been killed. And so there are some really powerful words in here. But the thing I really want to focus in on is this part that says we are ignored even though we are well known. And I, I think this really sticks out to me more than the other parts, even though it's awesome to talk about how they're honest, even though people call them imposters, and that they're alive, even though they're close to death. But 
this little part here that we are ignored even though we are well known i think it stands out so much then and so much now and the reason i think that is is the symbol of the cross is one of the most recognizable symbols in the world in fact it makes the top three most recognizable sim symbols in any country and in fact you'd have to go a pretty far away to meet somebody who doesn't know the name jesus christ or know something about the cross or know about how Christ died for his sins. Now they may not have a complete knowledge of it, they may not fully understand it, but they have some kind of understanding usually. And so it's funny that something that is probably one of the most well-known things on the planet, the one of the most famous names in history, is so easily ignored. And so often ignored by the people who know it. And I think the reason that one of the most well-known symbols in the world is so well ignored is because of the misrepresentation of that symbol, of that name. And so the reason I want to talk about the ambassador is because the ambassador is us. The ambassador is anyone who claims to be a Christian, the ambassador is anyone who claims to be a disciple. And you know, over the years, I've talked to a lot of people about God and why they do or don't believe and their experiences with it. And most of the time people's problem with God isn't that they don't know something. Sometimes it is. It isn't that they just plainly don't believe. and Sometimes it can be. But what I found most of the time is that at some point in their life they had somebody who claimed to be a Christian misrepresent what God means. And I've had that with people who've met disciples that have misrepresented God and people who've met just people claiming to be Christians who misrepresent God. Because the actions and the way we choose to live our life at every point of our life reflect on God. Because when we claim to be a Christian, when we claim to be a disciple, we're choosing to be an ambassador for Christ. Because sadly, Christ... Jesus isn't going to walk on to our high school campus and talk to the people we think need to be talked to. He's not going to go up to that person at work and have a conversation about why he died for them. Christ isn't going to walk onto the college campus and talk to the guy in your class. That's not what Christ intended. He didn't intend to be in seven billion places at once. Instead, he decided that he wanted to choose people who he believed were worthy to accurately represent him so that people could truly know him by knowing us. That's the responsibility that we take on when we become disciples. That in and out every action and decision we make reflects on who Christ is. And so when we choose to be selfish, when we choose to be pleasure-seeking, when we choose to be focused only on ourselves, when we choose to be hypocrites, that's how we show who Christ is. But when we choose to be selfless, when we choose to serve, when we choose to love unconditionally, that's when we can represent Christ accurately. And so it's interesting because our responsibility as an ambassador is an incredibly important one. 
It's a reason why watching your life and doctrine is so important. Because not only will it save you, but it also saves your hearers. And that doesn't just happen when you choose to make it happen. The problem is, so often as Christians, we like to put the Christian hat on when we want to put it on. We want to represent Christ when we feel like representing Christ. Whether it be at church or when we are actively trying to reach out to somebody or when we're having a conversation with somebody, that's when we're like, oh, let me put my Christian hat on. But it's the times when we're not wearing that hat that are the most influential to people, for better or for worse. When you're just at your school, when you're just at work, when you're just around your friend, when you're just in your family. Because all people need is one excuse to discredit the entire religion. All they need is one person that they can point out and say, you know what, that guy's a hypocrite, so all Christians must be hypocrites. Recently, I was sitting and talking with somebody about God and stuff like that, and he turned and he had said, see, this is why I hate Christianity, because all Christians are hypocrites. And he was pointing to the actions of another Christian, and at first I was like, wow, this person just lumped me in and called me a hypocrite. Not intentionally, but they did. And at first I wanted to feel offended. And then I realized I don't really have a right to because how many times have I claimed to be a Christian and done something incredibly hypocritical, incredibly selfish, incredibly focused on myself? How many times have I misrepresented Christ? And that really st stung for a second because I realized that there were probably multiple times where somebody else was trying to have a conversation with somebody about God and they might have pointed to my actions and said, see, this is why I don't like Christianity. Because they're all like that. That was a truly sad thought for me in a second. And I realized that the reputation we set at any point in our life has a massive impact. Because sadly, we don't just represent ourselves. We represent every person in any church. We represent Christ himself. And so suddenly when we choose to take actions for ourselves, those actions get put on every last one of us, for better or for worse. And that is why it's so important to represent Christ the way he would represent himself. And that's what I want to talk about as the ambassador, is that each and every one of you is an ambassador. And because of that, we have a responsibility to represent Christ the way he would represent himself. Not just for our sake, but for every person we come in contact with. Because you have no idea who you impact with your actions. And that is why it is so important to live that way. I think one of my most proud moments as a disciple was um, in my junior year of high school. I had just been a disciple for about a year. And I was walking into a class, and we had a new student coming in. and so. Uh, the guy was talking with uh, a couple people in classes, trying to get to know people, and he was talking with a girl who just absolutely despised me. I would explain, but that's a story for another time. But she did not like me very much. But he asked the girl who I was. And she's like, oh, that's Logan, the good Christian guy. And I'm pretty sure in the moment she meant it as an insult, but it was actually one of the best compliments I got in my high school. Because 
I loved the fact that even the people who despised me in my high school still recognized me as the good Christian guy. That that was the reputation that went before me at that school. And that was the most powerful thing because that told me that if somebody wanted to know about Christ and then they knew who to come to. If somebody looked at my life, they're like, oh, that's the good Christian guy. Now, there have been plenty of times where I've not been that. There's been plenty of times where the reputation that goes before me is not that at all. But that's the reputation I want to carry with me in all aspects of my life. That if my family were to look at me and have to describe me, that they would, the words that they would choose would be good Christian. If my friends had to look at me, I hope that they would describe me that way. If, if the random stranger on the street had to describe me, that's how they would describe me. That's what I hope for. That's what I strive for. I incredibly fall short of that. But that's the calling of the ambassador is that when we walk on a campus, when we show up at work, when we show up in our family, that we would represent Christ in a way that people know it. That people who don't even know us know it because that's how far our reputation goes before us. Because like I said, Christ's intention was never to walk up to every person and tell them about how he sacrificed himself for them. Instead, he surrounded himself with people who would know him and that he trusted to represent him. And now those people are you. Those people are me. It's my job as a disciple to try to represent Christ in every aspect of my life for myself, for other disciples, and for other people who have no idea who Jesus is. Because we live in a generation where words have less and less impact and people focus more and more on action. And so you can preach in all the good sermon you want. You can eloquently explain the Bible. But if people can look to your life and point out how you don't follow what you say, it'll be immediately discredited. And sadly, not just for them, but the people after them and the people who you don't even know. Because I guarantee you that person who hurt that opportunity for me has no idea, and I have no idea how many opportunities I've hurt for somebody else. And that's why it's so important to accurately represent Christ how he would represent himself. So I want to leave us with this last scripture. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11, and then I also want to look at chapter 6, verse 3 through 4. And it says, Because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we work hard to persuade others. God knows we are sincere, and I hope you know this too. We live such in, a, in such a way that no one will stumble because of us, and no one will find fault with our ministry. In everything we do, we show that we are true ministers of God. We patiently endure troubles and hardships and calamities of every kind. I want to first focus in on this phrase in verse 11 that says, we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord. And I want to really highlight this because we forget that. That when we became a disciple, we have a responsibility to God. Not just to ourselves, but to represent Him. That's a big uh, weight to bear. That's a big responsibility to take on. It's not just about us as individuals. It's about God. And when we became disciples, when we accepted that grace, we're taking on this responsibility to walk as he did. To represent him the way he deserves to be represented. 
to show him in a way that people will turn to that and be like, why wouldn't I want that? And I love that because I forget the responsibility I have. I think most of the times when I misrepresent Christ it's because I'm just focused on myself. Being irresponsible, forgetting the job I took on. Because it is an awesome responsibility to get to have. But we need to understand it. We need to understand its importance. I love this other part that says, no one will stumble because of us. If you need to know how to live as a disciple, all you need to do is to live in a way that no one can stumble. Live in a way so that you follow it, so that other people could look to you and be like, that's what it means to be a Christian. That's what it means to be an ambassador for Christ, is to live in such a way that Jesus would live himself. I know it's the highest of high standards, but it is our responsibility to represent that as best as we can. To live in a way that no one will stumble because of us. The last thing I want to focus in on is in verse 4 where it says, In everything we do, we show that we are true ministers of God. And I love two parts of this. I love the first part that says in everything. Not when we're at church, not when we're studying the Bible, not when we're talking with somebody about God, but in every last moment. In your car on the way to work, walking down the street, in between classes, with your family, when you're doing chores, <laughs> when you're working around the house. In everything we do, we need to show that we are true ministers of God. And I love this word, true ministers of God. Because Paul could have just said, we are just ministers of God. But that word, true, that's what it is to be a disciple, a true minister of God. Not somebody who claims to be something. Not somebody who can eloquently talk about scripture. Not somebody who's like, I believe there's a God. But somebody who does all that, but puts it into action. That is a true minister. Because in everything we do, we need to show that we are true ministers of God. So that people, when they look to us, when our reputation goes before us, they can say, you know what, even if I don't believe in God, even if I don't think there's any of this is any true, at least they can say, you know what? Those people are what they say they are. Those people are loving. Those people are kind. Those people are self-sacrificial. And that even if they don't agree with an ounce of it, at least they'll know what Christ is all about by the way we choose to live our lives. Because that is the greatest kind of reaching out you can do is to really show what Jesus intends for disciples. To really show what he intends for those who come to him. To live a life as he would live it himself. And I am not anywhere near this standard, but I want to strive to be. And I want you guys to ask yourself, are you living as a true ambassador for God? Could you go before Jesus and say, you know what, I think I represented you the way you would represent yourself. Because that's the task he laid before us. 
for ourselves and for those around us is to live in a way that Jesus would live himself. To live in a way that we could be proud and say, you know what, God, I think I represented you how you would be represented. And so I'm not there. <laughs> I need to work on quite a bit. But I want to strive to remember my fearful responsibility to God. To remember what I set out to do. And to remember that he deserves to be represented this way. He has no right to be slandered by my actions. And so I owe that much to him. To live in a way that he would live himself. So if you're wondering who the ambassador is, the ambassador is you. The person that Christ chose to represent himself is you, is me. Because he knew that you, he knew that me, he knew that we were all capable of it. He looked at us and said, you know what, I think you guys can represent me the way I would represent myself. And so in everything we do, let us show that we are true ministers of God. Thank you guys. That concludes my lesson. You guys bow your heads and pray with me real quick. God, I just want to thank you so much for this lesson, Lord. I thank you so much that you chose me, that you chose us to be ambassadors for you, God. I don't know why you ever entrusted me to represent you, but Lord, I'm thankful that I get this responsibility. Lord, I apologize. I am deeply sorry for every time I did not represent you the way you would represent yourself. And God, I, I pray for all those who may have seen a misrepresentation of you, God, that they would be able to really get to see you and connect with the real you, God, that they would not be caught up on one person's mistakes. God, I ask that in everything we do, we live in a way that no one will stumble because of us. That we really just get to show your love, get to show your grace, God. Because our job as a disciple isn't to create this glory, Lord. It's only to just give back what we've already been given. So, Lord, I thank you for every time that you've given me grace. I thank you for every time you've been selfless. I thank you for every time you have loved me. I ask that you help me just to show that to others. To really be able to just reflect who you are. And to get to show people what you're about. I ask that I would put aside my own sinful nature and just come back to you, God. I ask the same for everyone else, that be able to really just represent you the way you deserve to be represented, God. I thank you so much for this lesson, Lord. I thank you so much for this day. I ask that we just continue to live as worthy ambassadors to you, Christ. It's in your name, I pray. Amen.